Ladies and gentlemen, it's with great pleasure that I welcome you to Talking Numbers. My name is Paul Jantz from C2 Capital's Professional Partners. Each week, I'm going to be chatting to prominent leaders, or what I'd like to call our bright stars of the accounting industry, sharing their story and peeling back a little bit of the value that they as individuals and as businesses provide to our industry. We hope you enjoy the series of Talking Numbers. Well, welcome back to Talking Numbers. Today, I'm chatting with a very special guest. I'm chatting with Taryn Holman. Hey, Taryn, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me here, Paul. I'm excited to be here today. It's my pleasure. It's always good. It's always an interesting time we're working through at the moment. Have you found the last few months? Has it been a bit disruptive for you um, um, during lockdown? No, 2020 has been an interesting year. I'm always one uh, that looks for the silver lining. So I've actually loved the slower pace, to be honest. Um, I've been doing way more exercise, enjoying way more family time with my hubby and my kids. And I just think on a whole it's been a great leveller. Like it isn't often that people around the globe are going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. So it has been disruptive from a work point of view yes. but personally I've loved it yeah and look I, I I completely agree with you I think it's it's good to just stop and take stock and readjust as well because the Aussie business landscape as we spoke about probably I don't know maybe four or five weeks ago now in our first virtual lunch it will yep. change the way people operate will change it, it just has to I agree. I don't think there'll be as much jumping on planes to have face-to-face meetings because we've all had to dive into Zoom and technology and you realise, hang on, what used to take two months to schedule an appointment, it's actually now I can do it in five minutes. Correct. And it's the same sort of result. So I think, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what the new norm is as a result of all of this when we get through the other side. I was even on a, um, I registered for a virtual summit. I know we, we need to get back on track here, um, but <laughs> I even registered for this virtual <laughs> summit and they're doing this virtual summit with Tony Robbins and Richard Branson and all these guys. And it's, it's, it's you know, would you have ever thought about that three months ago that you do a virtual summit? Probably not. No, but I mean... The reach is huge and all of a sudden local businesses, perfect example, my Pilates studio, they've got three little locations and, it, you know, it's obviously dictated by location, whereas now they're streaming it live and there's people from New Zealand, there's people all over Australia and they're making more money than they ever have. Yes. So I think it's those really innovative things that have come out of it that are a bit exciting. Yep. I was actually watching something on um, yesterday. It was something very similar to a guy that was doing um, a lot of their sales come from Fairy Floss. He runs a Fairy Floss company and, 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 and a lot of their sales come from the Sydney show. The Sydney show was shut down. They've mm-hmm. had to pivot into a new area and their online sales have just gone. That's what I mean. I think it's amazing to see what has come out of it, the innovation. Correct, correct, which is awesome. Now, yeah. let's get back to you for a second. Did <laughs> <laughs> this before, this could go on for far too long. I know, you and I could gas bag for days and days. So tell me a little about you, tell me about you, the person, tell me about your story. I know that, um, you know, we were, we were lucky enough to re-engage and it, was a, it probably sounded like a bad pickup line at one of our Eureka breakfasts one morning on, 
remember seeing you there going, where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? Where you <laughs> and we worked out, it was probably one of the conferences and it was probably about 12 months ago. But um, tell me about you and uh, tell me about your story. Well, how long have you got for this show? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very open-ended question. Uh, yeah. but, okay, um, two minutes. Look, I've had an amazing and interesting life to date. I, I'll talk from the working career. I think that makes a bit more sense yep. than delving right back. I spent 16 years running a national collection agency and I've obviously got some really interesting stories from my time there, but that's probably for another podcast. And when I became a mum of two beautiful little girls that are now seven and five, my priorities, like a lot of mums, changed. And I just didn't want the pressure of being a partner anymore. Um, It was in a very aggressive environment and sometimes quite dangerous. So I just, I'd lost my mojo and it was time for a new challenge. And that's when I joined the seamless SMSF team who were called Super AA at the time. And I've been working as the national sales manager for them for the past four and a half years. And um, I'm also the co-founder of a business called Pure Little Hearts. And that's just my side passion project that's been bubbling along in the background for about five years. Okay. Well, tell us a little about Pure Little Hearts for a sec. Pure Little Hearts. We are an organisation that exists to sprinkle confidence on every girl everywhere, helping them just develop their inner cheerleader. Love it. And what what, what, yeah. what what drove that? Obviously the little girls you've got yourself and probably, you know, like I think there's so many social issues that concerned me. Um, domestic violence, anxiety, the pay, um, gender gap inequality. Yep. And it all starts with confidence and self-belief. And I'm a mum of two girls and then I'm a niece to eight. I'm sorry, I'm an auntie to eight nieces. So it's just girls, 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 girls. Just makes sense. Yep, I've mentored lots of girls in my life and, yeah, it's really a gift that I want to give the world. So we started it and it's amazing. I love it. Love it. Well, fantastic. I I, I love hearing little things like that because, like you said before, the the word you was, you know, your your passion. I think that's what what continues to drive us, doesn't it, those – as little things that make, especially to our little people in our lives. You know, I've got three boys, so um, you, you, it's a totally very, it's a very different situation with three boys to two girls, but yeah. that's what drives us to become better people. Yeah, and it's, look, I think you need to um, live your why every day and mine's positively impacting people and I get to do that through both Seamless SMSF and Pure Little Hearts because yeah. helping people create capacity um, really does improve their lives. So it, it's amazing on both fronts. Yeah, good, good. Very, yeah. very good. So tell us about that. Let's let's delve into a little bit deeper about the, let's call it your contribution to the accounting industry. And mm-hmm. you said you moved out of the the um, the collection stage and into Super AA. We'll get to that mm-hmm. very soon and how they've rebranded. So tell us what, what continues to drive you towards that, call it the positive movement for our industry, which is our accounting industry. Well, I met Mike McHenry, who's the principal of Seamless SMSF, um, when he used to run his accounting practice called McHenry Partners. That's right. And they were a client of my old firm. So that's how it all Ah. came about. So when Mike left his private practice to set up Seamless SMSF, 
he actually approached me and discussed his new business venture. And I've always really enjoyed connecting good people with good people. So I introduced him to a load of my accounting contacts before I even started working with him, which was great because I actually got um, incredibly positive, objective feedback from all of them before I started. So it really made the decision easy to join the firm. And I say it all the time, it was seriously one of the best decisions I've ever made. I absolutely love the accounting industry and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be a part of it all. So, you know, to, again, help these entrepreneurs continue to innovate because they've got the space to do that. Yes. Is awesome. Yeah. And look, I I agree with you being in it for, we're probably in it for a similar time um, and just being able to be a part of the industry, but not be accountants as well. So, Mm -hmm. and because we think differently, that just brings other areas together to actually be successful. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's good. It's good. So tell us about, you spoke about Super AA. Um, I understand they've just gone through a rebrand to be seamless. Yes. Um, tell us about that. Why, why was there a, a need to rebrand? Um, look, Superannuation Advisors Australia, it's a mouthful. And <laughs> we're, we're not really advisors. And everyone knows that super is only relevant to Australia. So we just didn't feel it was a good representation of who we are and what we do, okay. whereas Seamless is because from start to finish, um, that's the experience. It's just seamless. It's easy. And we just felt it was a better representation and reflection of what we do and how we do it. Okay. So good again. Let me just branch off what you just said there. So who are you and what do you do? Who are we and what do we do? We're an outsourcing um, solution for accountants and financial planners of their self-managed super funds. So we can assist people with an admin-only component, so all the compliance work that needs to be done, audit-only or admin and audit, so people can use us for the whole solution. And for the financial planners, we can also be the lodging tax agent and ASIC agent. Okay, so pretty... Pretty competitive space because I remember being, oh, well, I don't know. I always keep saying 20 years, but it was probably 20 years ago. Um, and I was involved with a particular outsourcing of self-managed super funds as again. So a pretty competitive space. Mm-hmm. What makes Seamless different? Because we'll come to some of the numbers soon about the firms you're working with and the sort of numbers you're working with as a whole. But what mm-hmm. makes you guys different? It's the value and the people. It's not just an ad. It's not just the admin and audit that we offer people. It's the value around we are your SMSF partner and the total support that we give you and the efficiencies that we create by you using us. Uh, absolutely huge, and we want to support you in any way that we can. So we connect you with our awesome network. Uh, we run lots of technical training um, webinars that allow people to get CPD points throughout the year. Any legislative changes, we're right across it. We provide you with that support. And um, there's loads of great networking functions, which every time we host a function, people go, "That the <laughs> stuff that I learned from yep. the incredible minds that were in that space, I couldn't have put a price on it. Yeah, look, I think that's a, it's always an interesting one to what 
accounting firms want, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's a, we always sit back as a company and say, well, you know, while it be a competitive landscape, well, what is it that is going to differentiate our offering? And you, you seem to have hit a bit of a, um, a goldmine there in terms of what they are looking for and what you are delivering is probably fair to say. Well, it's collaboration. I mean, our we've got a live workflow portal. People have total transparency around exactly where their funds are at. We've got great features like DocuSign are embedded in there and, you know, anything that we can do to create efficiencies, that's what it's about. But I think it's so much more than that in business now. People want that added value and the connections and I think you know that's the big difference yeah look I, I I'd, I'd agree 100% and I think that's the that's the gym which you got to not just find today but you got to find that tomorrow as well haven't you so what's what's some of the key things that from a rebrand point of view will continue to connect um, is there new things that you've learned over the last financial year that you've taken to the new financial year as in through COVID or just in general oh just in general and COVID has obviously opened up a myriad of new things, hasn't it? Yeah, look, I just think we're in it for the long game. We don't play the short game and we genuinely love our clients and we put our people and our clients first. And when you put your people and your clients first, business just takes care of itself. Um, and there's a lot of firms that grow for growth's sake. Like we've actually had huge organic growth from 300 funds to next year will be processing in excess of um, 11,600 funds. So that's wow. in just seven years we've been able to do that. But it's not at the expense of the service or the quality or our existing clients. And as a salesperson, this absolutely killed me. But I was there, I'd been there for about two years and Mike said to me, um, actually, you've brought on like, almost too much work so I need you to put people on a waiting list for next year and I said what do you mean and he said I'm never ever going to let our clients down and we guarantee our turnaround times so we're not taking on any more clients and I think that's just the sort of guy that Mike is you know we've got a mission to be outstanding and provide an exceptional quality um, solution for our clients and to never let them down and he takes that really seriously so I think we'll just continue to take that approach and we'll continue to grow the way that we have. Yeah, look, and it's an interesting approach, isn't it? Because it's a, it's a nice little segue to, to talk about Mike McHenry, the, the, the individual. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I met Mike years ago as well and I knew when they had the, the accounting firm. Good, good Geelong lad from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Born so, and bred. So yeah, exactly. So what can you tell us about, about Mike? And, you know, you, you've just touch on a couple of areas there, which is so important because that's, that, that's, that's a part of the value system that you bring to the mix, really. Well, Mike is an absolute legend. He's actually one of the most genuine and authentic individuals you could ever hope to meet. And once you get to know him, you can see exactly why he's so wildly successful. He's the sort of individual that just loves system, process and culture. And I think when businesses focus on those three things, and if like it's a daily focus, you really are able to scale the business quite quickly. Uh, when we actually start working for Mike, there's a few things that he gets you to do, which I haven't seen other organisations do. So you need to sign a cultural agreement. It's not just a work agreement. It's a cultural agreement that we agree to um, 
it display the values that we've got all day, every day. And you've, I think you've seen um, in our office like the different triangle, like diamonds yep, that we've yep, got yep. up and it's just, it's not hidden in a desk where no one actually reviews it. It's up on the wall in plain view for us all to see every day, you know. So then that actually allows him to bring people's behaviour into question opposed to just their, their KPIs and it's a game changer, I think, when you can say, hey, you know, you're smashing your targets and that's great, but you haven't been very respectful to either your colleague or a client and that's not cool because you sign this cultural agreement. So it actually lets you speak about people's behaviour opposed to just the figures. Wow. And, and do, you do, the, do you do that openly? Because this, this is great. This is, you know, for individuals and companies that are listening to this, this is priceless to, you know, you, you know, you mentioned you've gone from 300 funds to, did you say 11,600 this year? Yeah. So next year, so, that's what we've got locked in. That's what we'll be processing in excess of. Yep. And team members, you would have obviously from team members to be able to do that sort of volume, you've gone from? 20 to 132. Okay. So there you go. In how long? <laughs> Seven years. Seven years. Yep. So look, I, I love the people aspect of it because I feel, and it's a funny thing, it was one of our discussions we had on, um, we're only talking about last week in terms of environment and people engagement, rewarding. Mm -hmm. And the, the key things that are built around um, the numbers, you're right, what, exactly what you said before, I believe in so much that you can build that. And if you can get the people to be a part of your value-based system, you will organically grow. Yeah, and I, think I mean, he... I remember starting and he said, okay, guys, this is Mike. He goes, I've got a bit of homework for you to do and I want it on my desk the next day. I want you to draw yeah. pictures about what your perfect work environment would look like. What would you have in here? What sort of things would you have in the office? Um, that, a place that you'd love to come and have heaps of fun at and that you'd be proud of. And what services could we actually offer? And what sort of awards do you want to win? And like what size do you think we should be? So we all, and he said, I don't want it written. I want you to draw pictures. Now I'm hopeless. Like I drew stick. <laughs> I said, I hope you're not expecting any Picasso sort of pictures to be delivered here. But I drew my stick figure pictures and I handed it in. So then he collated this big, hairy, audacious goal board and it takes up the whole entire, his friend's an artist, and it takes up the entire wall and it said okay this is our three-year plan this is what we want these are the awards we want this is what we want to be offering um this is the sort of office that we want to be in and because he didn't put any limitations on it some of the stuff that people wrote down was oh my god i'd love a golf simulator in our office i'd love a pool table yeah. a dartboard yeah. table tennis i'd love couches to be able to chill out in a cool breakout area well, guess what? That's what our office looks like today. Right. <laughs> and, you know, all the services are great. And we ticked off all of these awards that we won and we got really close to where we wanted to be, you know, numbers-wise. And every three years he does that. So what that does is you're getting the buy-in from the whole entire team and it's not just his vision and his goal, it's all of us, you know? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's important. Interesting it's, it's, it's an interesting approach, isn't it? Because there's, there's not too many that would be able to do that and do it successfully. So, um, yeah, look, I love it. Absolutely love it. Tell us about the growth plans for the next 
as we we're closing out one financial year and moving into the new financial year. Yep. Um, where where does what what does the growth plans look like? We've always had very aggressive growth targets, and um, you need to have that point and work backwards. Like you need to re-engineer your figures. I think that's something that I've always done in sales. Is like okay, let's shoot for the stars, and if we miss, at least we're aiming really high. I'd rather yep. miss than set the bar too low and achieve it because it's too easy. So, um, you know, without compromising our service and our existing clients, because that's our main priority, to be honest, we still do have very aggressive growth targets over the next three-year period. Brilliant. So what is that to... Um... Double, triple, what, what, what sort of, what sort of? We're looking at thirty thousand funds. Is it yep. really? There you go. So over to to what period it's of time? Three years. Three years. So from from let's say one July twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll have to so do another pod- triple the business. Yep. We'll yeah. have to do another podcast. <laughs> but I'm- in the Bahamas. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, the bigger that you get. Um, We've had organic growth because we've got happy clients that refer their colleagues, you know, and um, yep. peers. So you, the larger you get, the more referrals you get, the quicker you can reach those big numbers really. Yeah, and I suppose it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because growth can be measured in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. and obviously you guys want to triple your from your 11,000 to your, to your 30,000. Um, but it's also about making sure that, as you mentioned before, might be very authentic to making sure you're still your service deliverables. If your turnaround days are 19 days, that's exactly what yep. we need to continue to maintain. We can't we can't devalue the type of service and the delivery and therefore the turnaround time. That's what is going to continue to drive referrals at the yeah. end of the day. Which is, I mean, he's always maintained that stance and I think that's the beauty of it, that even though we have these super aggressive targets, um, we will never let our clients down. So it's great to have a target, but it's you've got to make sure that you're providing the outstanding, exceptional quality, um, and you can hold back on them. It's not a, it's not set in stone. Yeah, good, good. Now, as we look to wrap up, um, and you've given us a, a number of little golden nuggets, whether it's been from you personally, what Mike has done. What's one piece of advice, maybe it be good or bad, mm-hmm. that you can share with our listeners? I think you just always need to be kind, full stop. People may not remember what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel and you just don't know what battles people are fighting. So I would say if I can leave you with any parting words is just be kind. Be, be kind. kind, yeah. Love it, love it. And you know what, it's it's that old scenario, it's a funny thing when you've got kids as well they often ask you some really really good questions and you know it's one of these things that always if someone it's a bit like you know you're driving if you just say thank you and be kind to someone like, and say thank you if someone let you in and the boys often say yeah. why don't you put your hand up dad i said oh it's just being nice you're just saying thank you because someone stopped to let you in and it's a yeah. funny thing now that we start doing that or you smile and someone smiles back at you love it absolutely love it love it love it love it <laughs> um, look, it's good. Thank you. Look, it's, it's, it's always, I know we can chat for a long time and we were always conscious of making sure we can put this into 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we we did it. We Paul. did it. We did, did it. it. We did it after a couple of false starts as well. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Um, we'll continue to to be on your journey. I love the journey you're on. I love you know. I'm going to look forward to hearing more about pure little hearts and how that can continue to have an impact on the the little females around us and just the females in general. And um, I look forward to catching up with you soon. Yeah, in person. We'll have to grab a coffee. So true, so true. When we're allowed to. Soon, 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 soon. Yeah, yeah. it's always fun catching up with you. Thanks for the opportunity to be here and I'll, um, yeah, I will see you soon. For sure. Thanks, Taryn. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Talking Numbers. It's something that I've certainly loved and enjoyed doing, just chatting and peeling back the little bits of the individuals as well as the companies that continue to add value. We hope you enjoyed that episode and look out for our next episode coming to you soon.